Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the podcast. I am that eccentric person, and today I have a very, very let me use the word enlightened guest. Like, I fuck we have vibes, like major. So, we are currently recording in RSU in an abandoned classroom. So, my guest, <laughs> my baby boo, please. Introduce I'm yourself. Ella. Yes, her name is Ella and she has small fingers and small hands. What does that have to do with anything? I don't know. I like you you, you, you know when you introduced yourself, you did your hand like I have you need to tell people that like <laughs> she she just showcased her tiny hand. No, I did not. And you have tiny feet, I noticed that. Oh so. my god. Okay, so today we Ella. Yeah, it's extremely cute. We are going to be talking about the dating market. Oh, Ella. Market. Exactly. When I say the dating market, her reply is, what bloody market? We really want to know. So, um, to those of you that do not know, I have been single since September. And so I've been on the streets and then <laughs> this year, <laughs> I tried to leave the streets. And in other words, we found ourselves in the dating market. So, like, I tried to search out, like, the meaning of um, the dating market. And, like, I found out that, like, in the U.S., like, this is actually a thing. Like, it's actually a market where they make money, the dating market. Like, yeah. I didn't really read into it because, like, that was not what I was looking for. But I stumbled across it. So, apparently, there is actually a dating market. But I'm not talking about that dating market in context. I'm talking about dating market as in, in context of single people trying to get into, like, long-term relationships. And, like, me and my guest here, we are going to, like, analyze that to the fullest what exactly and how exactly the dating market is for us young single adults okay now i'm going to start firing my questions to ella and then she's going to give her her opinions her opinions are bombed by the way okay so ella ah, she, she, you see she doesn't take compliments well like you see the eye she gave me now like Ella doesn't take compliments well i don't know why ella why don't you take compliments well why I, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of times, you know, it feels like people are bullshitting you. Nah, I can't bullshit you. you no, it has, it has nothing to do with you. Yeah, but like, you understand, like, that, like when somebody comes out, like, oh, you look so pretty today, like, my mind, oh, fuck, no. <laughs> you know, like, a guy actually said that to me today, like, you're glowing. And then I'm like, bruh, what are you saying? Like, exactly, I get, I get I'm like, I was sick, like, literally three days ago. I had food poisoning. And you're telling me I'm glowing. Throwing like, up makes you glow. You, you let all of it. You let out all of the poison in your system. No, that was not the funny part, yeah. It was how I got the food poisoning that was funny. Did you get food poisoning? Okay, so my mom brought Akara this evening. Now, this to fight Akara in the evening. That's the point. My brain did not register that evening Akara is weird. So, anyways, I ate this Akara. Guy, it was okay. It was okay. I woke up by 3 a.m. My throat was itchy. I'm like, okay, probably because I didn't drink water before I went to bed. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So then, I'm like, okay, drinking water. I did that. I woke up in the morning with a full-blown sore throat. It just started like that. And then before you know, I'm reaching. And then there's literally nothing to throw up again. So I'm like dry heaving. And my throat is sore as fuck. So it's like... Not a car did you bad. Yeah. Did you last? And so then I'm telling my neighbor, I actually got food poisoning from Akara. 
this boy had the audacity to laugh at me. It's funny. And ask me if I'm Nigerian. Like, you, you did not, you did not tell him. I got food poisoning from ninth Aka. That would have made me more sense. <laughs> you could have said it like that. I got food poisoning from ninth Aka because morning Aka can't food poison you. That's people's everyday meal. Who finds Aka in the ninth Ella and you ate it? I mean, I, I'd have a lot of questions to ask if my mom bought Aka home in the ninth or <laughs> ma. When did this one start? When did people start right Akara in the night? We don't know. But technically, it's not the first time she brought it, so like it wasn't. But like this time, the Akara wasn't 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 pleased with you, Ella. Yeah, what? It wasn't pleased with you, so it decided to poison you. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa. Okay, so like I want to like ask you. So are you single? Oh, technically, yeah. You're single. Okay, my dear. It's pleased to meet you, single Ella. I'm single, Boma. We could relate. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> we could relate. Okay, so, um, have you, like, put in effort at any point in time to, like, get into a relationship? Definitely. And then, like, how was that for you? How was the struggle for okay, you? Okay, well, it's like... Did you work? Did you get into a relationship? Like, the period where you actually wanted a relationship, did you manage to get into a relationship? No, I actually did get into a relationship. But You're lucky. <laughs> but then, it was like... It one sided thing though. Because only you wanted the relationship. No, no, like it was like at some point, you know, you're hitting on someone, yeah? I guess. And then and then you all are feeling each other, yeah? And you are feeling each other. But then you don't realize that it's not even gonna be a long term thing and then it's, it's short. No no not short term though, it's like you're both so different that you thought okay maybe because the difference is like so big you probably be both of you learning something from each other mm-hmm. yeah. but then you notice over time it became a high level of I, I don't know what word to use but there was a lot of lying and bullshitting and just the lying this... and bullshitting came from where I don't understand you said that like in this, when you like genuinely wanted to be in something, the relationship that you were looking for was it yeah. long term and serious? Like, was there something that you could do well, with sincerity? Well, something intimate. I get that. You, yeah. you just crave that intimacy that comes yeah. from exclusive to a human being. Yes. And then, like, the relationship. And like, it was the first time I actually tried commitment. And then they bullshitted you. Like, are you scared for life? I won't say scarred, it's just like more like a lesson learned. So. A lesson learned. This lesson you learned doesn't mean that you won't want to commit to somebody else again. Because of like this bullshit attitude someone gives to. Well, no, not really. But it just means that right now, what, what, what was the lesson you learned? Let me just ask you, what was the lesson you learned? The lesson I learned. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, please do not ever think because someone is sexy that the person has sense. So sexiness doesn't mean sense. Yes! I think you learned that wrong. <laughs> you don't know this sense. Sexiness doesn't okay, mean Okay, no, no, sense. no, no. I, no, no. Listen, I didn't mean it in that context. Okay, yeah? Okay, okay. No. What I'm saying is the difference that people have instead of it complimenting each other, yeah? Mm-hmm. It just ends up bringing chaos everywhere. It's like when you expect certain things. Okay, let me give an example now. You're going through a lot of shit now. Mm-hmm. To the extent you don't feel comfortable talking to your significant other, like mm-hmm. lack of trust. 
not because something wrong happened yeah but because generally you feel like this person can't relate to your issues okay it's not I'm finally understanding so like when you were finally able to like find somebody you could commit to after like yeah. shooting your shot and like mm-hmm. you hit the target during the relationship you found out that like you and this person had like different mindsets and opinions definitely that, like, there was no compromise even when you tried to compromise well, even when you try to compromise well certain things just come up that just that end up throwing you back into where you started from yes yes so like the relationship basically was like the difference between you two your you, your opinions like nobody was willing to let down an opinion to like accept the other one well not that i mean technically i tried but then it's like you, you can only do so much you can only actually do so much so i get you so like that relationship like out the it window. crashed and it burned it crashed and literally burned. so that means now you're single of course are you on the dating market or you're just saying yeah, I'm floating. I'm nowhere. Okay, okay, I'm not. Okay, so like, there's something like I'd want to ask, like, mm-hmm. while you're on the dating market, like, I'm sure, like, when you're like, talking stage with, like, different people. Yeah. Like, that period where, like, you were, you weren't just talking to this person you were interested in. I mean, yeah. you know that thing about not putting your eggs in one basket? I'm yep. sure you were shooting your shot in different DMs. Definitely. Like, like how, how did you place it? Like, did you do the talking stages people in your life? Like, you put it, like, on, like, a scale of preference. Like, um, assuming, like, you're talking to five people and then, like, you talk to all five of them every day and mm-hmm. then, like, maybe, like, all of them, like, they get test traps for me and, like, like, maybe assuming you send a test trap to all five of them and mm-hmm. then, like, all their replies when it comes like there's the obvious maybe you'd find one that you prefer like ah this one probably be the one that i'm a hitch do you you do anything like that well yeah definitely Uh, (laughs) it doing that well technically Mm. yeah a lot of them were completely relatable Mm. and mature but then it kind of seems like because you're the younger one Uh. it's kind of like you get babied a lot and then what was the age gap between you and most of the guys when the talking stage with probably probably six five six five wow. i don't know i think the biggest age gap i've been in like concerning romance not like anything physical like romance like love intended because <laughs> <laughs> i have to make it clear because if you're talking about sexual age gap the, the gaps are there like yeah wow like, i'm wondering about like long term like when talking stage you're trying to get to know each other to you know build a relationship that mm-hmm. probably lead to a ring on the finger the highest age gap i've been in that kind of two years he was just two years older than me i haven't been in that situation you've been in before well the age gap thing know. stems down to me sounding more mature than i actually am Ooh. and the fact that i look older no that's i not also a... look older so what's my problem what no 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 it's not that it's like until I actually say what my age is, and then it's like an immediate red flag because it's like ah, I'm a pedophile kind of shit. Yeah, because I'm a minor. That's. But like, I feel like you should chill, like to like your. Like, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not even in a hurry. Me like relationships are like. 
me, I was really eager to get to 18 because like, I had a lot of grown ass men in my DMs. <laughs> and, like, I didn't want to put them in an uncomfortable situation where they'd be hitting on like a minor. Like that's pedophilia, no matter how we look at it. So, like when I got legal, I'm like, I don't know. At some point, like I really like. I wasn't just, you know, the energy wasn't as giving as it was when I was in minor, like, because now we're not doing anything wrong, like, it's perfectly perfect under the laws, so, mm-hmm. like, I realized that I'm someone that likes to do what's wrong, so, when it became right, I lost interest, <laughs> I really lost Why is interest, so funny? I don't know, I lost interest, and like, I'm very quick, like, at, like, not talking to people, especially if it's the kind of thing that we don't see each other, like, every day, like, maybe it's mostly on social media that, like, we relate, mm-hmm. I can't, you know how many other messages I have? Any messages, like, it doesn't come hard to me. It's as easy because I won't actually see the message. Yeah. And then talk more when I'm, like, actually putting effort not to see the message. I hit up, like, 10 different people to push your message down. And all 10 of them were replying me, so I won't see your message. That's me putting effort actually at somebody. I mean, not putting effort at somebody. Maybe I've not been online for, like, a few hours. When I come online, I see all of these texts. And then maybe, like, you texted me at 10.15. I haven't come online since the morning. You texted me at 10:15 a.m. and like I go, I came online like 4 p.m. There are people who sent text 11:15. There are people who sent text 12:15. There are people who sent text 1:15. So the time difference is that it has pushed that 10:15 text down, and I'm not going to see because I don't scroll down for any reason. The up texts are always more interesting. Like it's always more interesting. So like that's another thing. Like me, for my experiences on the dating market. I, I, I had a hostage. I had a legit hostage. Like, I feel like numbers shouldn't matter. That's how extreme my hostage was. I feel like numbers shouldn't matter. Like, especially when it comes to like foreplay and all of those other things. No, I'm this kind of person. Like, I prize my body to an extent. Mm-hmm. The extent being, you know, the <coughs> things meant for married people. That like, I prize my body to that extent. Like, I don't really see anything like kissing somebody or like, you know, you know, kissing somebody or like making out with somebody. Like, I don't really like saying anything as well. Like, I don't know how many people I've made out with. Like, yeah, I really do not that's know. That's basic shit. That's basic shit. Like, I don't know how many people I've made out with. So, I, my hostage was basically me making out with anybody I found was attractive. In other sense, that entered my eye. So, like, when I was, like, about to turn 18, like, I told you, like, my last relationship, like, yeah. ended September, like, mm-hmm. that was my longest relationship. And, like, Hello. a year. Yeah, I managed to last a year with somebody. So, you were going to buy me cock! You were going to buy me cock! A hoe! A hoe wasn't loyal! Ah! But I tried. Why I put yeah. effort. It's more you know something. Ella! Huh? Ella! It's more you know something. Try five. I should try five. I'm young now. Anything can stop. Anything I, I can stop. You survived five years. You were dating from your childhood to minorhood. <laughs> you have never even loved adulthood. Don't look at me like that. Bo, 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 fear. And there's something you said earlier. Well, technically, the five years here, it was like on and off shit. Basically, it's like when you get bored, you find someone else. Then you now go back to home. Yeah. He was literally home for those five years. It was kind of. Toxic as fuck, but toxic. we we wouldn't we wouldn't admit it to each other. I like toxic boys. I don't I don't like a boy who's calm. I know it's kind of weird. We I go to like the a... same school, yeah. We're in the same building, and then obviously you walk out of your department, and then your eyes meet. This weird silence because obviously you can't talk to him across. 
and then you just avert your eyes you can't you just you just avert your eyes and you bloody walk away because you can't say shit and then the fact that you slide into his dms in fact or both of you slide into each other's dms whichever and you vibe like you've been long lost friends without the entire awkwardness but then when you're face to face you can't even bloody talk that's that's creepy and that thing has never happened to me. I mean, it's not happened to me. And I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of proud in the sense that I'm like, I can't, I can't be the one to come and, and meet, meet you. you then you're not gonna time. tell your guys now, eh? No. Okay, I get that pride. I used to have that pride before, but like, I have this pride that like, once I damn you, I've damned you for life. There's nothing in this fucking world that will let you back into my life. That's the pride I have. If I have this mad ass problem, if I'm into you, like genuinely, like emotionally, mm-hmm. it's very hard for me to get emotionally attached to the opposite gender based on the conception in my mind. I feel like all men are trash. <laughs> and I'm not ashamed to say it. It's why I feel there are men out there who say women are scum, women are trash, women lack manners, and then they are, they are free to air their opinions without getting backlash. Mm-hmm. And so, me, I'm airing my opinions on the fact that men are trash. And if I'm going to get backlash, Based on the fact that none of y'all put food in my tummy, I don't give a fuck. I really do not give a fuck. So like, it's really hard for me to build an emotional attachment to somebody that like involves like not just an emotional attachment of friendship. I can be friends with the opposite gender yes. and get emotionally attached to you. It's mm-hmm. a platonic emotional attachment. Yep. But like emotionally attached to you, that like I wake up in the morning and the first thing I think about is you. I hate getting to that point in time of my life because it's very hard for me to like to like get out of there that's why even after i woke up or my ex woke up with me he woke up with me i'm a fucked up person i live a bad life and i did it wrong so like even when he broke up with me like i was mm-hmm. still so emotionally attached to him but you know the period like, i i didn't i haven't done that but like he was always on my mind even when i was out there making out with other guys or out there in the talking stage with other guys i kept on comparing him or like maybe if a boy is listening to my dm today i'd be like so now with this oh, his name hey are we like my ex didn't talk to me like that you get those kind of things yeah so like, I, ha- I wasn't able to damn him from my mind. Like, we'd known each other for years. Mm-hmm. We were friends with benefits. Then we were just normal friends. You know, like, you know, this is something that like, was built based on sincerity, trust. Like, there was a friendship here before there was a and relationship. And a bloody, a bloody load of sexual tension. Yes. Before there yes. was a relationship. Yes. So, like, it was hard for me to damn him mm-hmm. from my mind. Because, like, this is somebody, like, I haven't been attached to anybody so emotional, I saw my future with this boy as cliche as it sounds I genuinely saw my future with him, cause I'm not that kind of girl I'm not just up and say oh I like you and I and I, I used to have 5 second crushes I can be, my heart is on a shower I can crush on all 10 of you and lose feelings the next day when I see 10 more fine boys but for something that long time you know like this attachment is there and it's thick you know when I was able to damn him I've damned him though like when? I damned him recently when I was in Bayosa when we had some issues and like although on his I did not want to text him because like his birthday came around recently and like I explained to my friend what had happened like when while I was in Bayosa and then she was like I shouldn't text him I begged that and I'm not not considered to my after I'm a fine girl why would he do that to me like no because what he did to me was very pissy so like I'm not that kind of person like I remember that like before like we were boyfriend girlfriend like we were niggas we was friends man we were good friends mm-hmm. so like that couldn't let me not tell him happy birthday yeah. and I realized when I told him happy birthday that like ah I actually I felt no single emotion like love 
or not like you know the kind of love I'm talking about. There's the platonic love. I always love all human beings. Mm-hmm. I love all human beings basically. I'm not like nasty, nasty. There are just some people that like, I feel like the way you think. I can't come across that, but I don't have hate in me. I don't spread hate. So I love him, but like I don't love him like that anymore. That means I've damned him. That's when me, I have pride for the opposite gender. When I'm able to like, no matter even after what we've had, when you've done something to me that like I couldn't just let go, or maybe if I do let go, I don't see myself coming back and being in that situation with you again. That's the pride I have. You might come to my DM, the I miss you. Or I want to be around you, or like I miss what we had, but that ain't ever coming back. That's where my pride is. That's me damning you. Like it's over. <laughs> Sometimes like it takes a hard time for me to get over friendships. That's the same thing with friendships. I don't really like. I'm this kind of person. I can say a million things, but you won't know what's personal with me. I think there's only like two or three girls who know how personal life is with me. I know like my other friends outside school. I talk a lot of shit. Even on this podcast, people be feeling like, ah, they have a hint of what's going on in this child's life. A lot of shit be going on with me though, but like, I'm not saying shit. All this thing I'm saying, I know I'm comfortable with sharing. There's an extent to which what I can say on my podcast. There's an extent. Let me tell you something. Everything I've told you, like, other people know it. It's like, yeah. I used to say, now who gets secret and they blackmail? You can't blackmail me, bro. Like, even my secrets, some people, I don't think, I don't think one person knows it. Even those girls, let me not even cap self. Let me just be honest. I'm not going to try to like protect their feelings because they listen to my podcast. There are some things about me nobody knows and nobody's going to fucking know to the end of time because like I can be that secretive when I'm a talkative. I talk a lot. But man, I guard my emotions. Human beings are wicked and they're after your downfall. So you get what I'm trying to say? So that's like where my own pride comes in. When I go into the dating market this year, I was like, ah. After September has so all the emotions and all the boring. I think I hit the whole stage that September to December. So like this year I was like, ooh, I'm turning you girl, I want something good, I want something long lasting, I'm going to commit, I'm not going to cheat, I'm going to be loyal to only one boy, this coochie expensive. <laughs> energy. And then like I hit the dating market like even like when before like I don't really like when like people would ask for my number because I know that like, eventually I air them. But like even when my friends came to my gym, ah, this boy wants to talk to you or this boy wants to talk to you. Yeah, there was a point they were pissed off. I saw I saw it like I saw that like, ah, this might probably be a relationship like you know perspective. Mm-hmm. Everything is a perspective like a business perspective. You yeah. Get what I'm saying? <laughs> so then I I allow these fingers to me up. I talk and then some people like when I talk to some guys like mm, I don't really like how they spoke. I'm a big fan of words. Boys who know how to use their words. So needless to say, I had I already said during December, I had already said that like January I was going to like get into the dating market and I was going to get a relationship that was long term and that last. Like I don't care what it ended in. At first, like it provided me with the intimacy I craved, mm-hmm. the exclusiveness I craved, like mm-hmm. that was all I wanted. And then December there was this guy that like I met and then we started talking and then he was the one like who started it and then like he likes me. Like during the period of time, like our emotions like we went on and off emotionally. Like he's an extremely toxic guy. But like I really like him. But I don't know if I like him up till now though. Like in the way I liked him earlier this year, which was January, February. You get like 
while like I had that thing going on with him, I completely like stopped talking to other boys because mm-hmm. I said that uh, something might come out here because like he's somebody that like I could connect to. Yeah. So I felt like ah I'm on my way in leaving the dating market until me and him had this BS fight where he was like because like he told me that he didn't do relationships but like he thinks that it might work with me and then for you know, one minute he's telling me that like it's not like it's not like he doesn't want a relationship. You know, he doesn't know that like he doesn't want a relationship with me. It's like he doesn't want a relationship at all. That's what he said. You see, it's not about men that are good words. Even when they're telling you nonsense, they'll use good words too. But he still paying me. Man, no like I was irritated. Like, I got angry and like the thing was that like I become so close to this boy within the span of December to February that like on my days I still had feelings for my ex. No. Yeah. I still had feelings for my ex. But like I thought like I was also developing feelings for this other boy. So I was like, mm, this might work out. Like I might be able to clear my mind, clear my heart, you know, a fresh beginning. And then this comes up. And I'm like, what the fuck? I stopped talking to other niggas for you. But it's quite funny though, the people we actually connect with are either unavailable. You see them as bros. Or they have chosen to yes. fall on the category of unavailable. Why did you choose that? <laughs> no, why did you choose that? And I thought I used to choose that before, but why did you choose that? For my sake, you will, you will available yourself. <laughs> you will available yourself. Because he was really mad. So, anyways, um, we managed to, like, hit in. I, normally, I told you, like, it's very hard for me to have mm-hmm. feelings, genuine yeah. feelings. Like, I, I developed feelings for this other guy that I met with them and now. Mm-hmm. Like, it was hard for me to stop liking him. Like, so I used to, like... He's this kind of person, like, he used to say a lot of things, though, that, like, I know he didn't mean it, though, but I'm extremely emotional. So, some of them got to me, and then, like, I get mad, I get pissed, you know, this kind of thing. So, like, I think at some point, in, in like, when I was in Bayosa, when I managed to damn my ex for nonsense he did to me that time, I was able to damn this boy, too, like, all, the, all his chakra is over. I don't, I'm not interested, I'm not interested. <laughs> After that stuff happened, like, I was emotionally attached to nobody. Nobody. And so like a few niggas, I think I took some pictures like two or three times and then like more niggas flooded into my that's it. You're like no one adore these brows and I put on this sleep gloss, it just takes on selling and a hundred niggas. That's that's literally that was literally how it is for me on this water on this green app. I just do the hair, I just put the mm-hmm, I just sit and they find all my friends are reporting. Can you offer your friends can't ever oh, it can't no. ever my outfitting now we know we know the jeans <laughs> I tried like I was like, oh, these these are new sets of perspectives. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many talking stages I've hit on, but hit talking stages. And then these new perspectives that like, I started, I, I couldn't feel any of them. Like, but I started feeling one, like on this very sexual level, like, man, I'm going to fuck this boy. And like, but like, I was like, I was like, I told myself, I'm supposed to be, you know, you know, you know, looking for something serious. <laughs> you know, when you're yourself of your goals, like. My dear, may not say, I have left the dating market and I have chosen to go. That is point blank of this story. <laughs> I mean, I've told you my own gist of the dating market. Ella has told you her own gist of the dating market. We are not yet to, do you have any advice to give anybody? Because we don't have any advice to give anybody. Oh. My dear, it's whatever makes you happy. Do it. Bloody roll with it. Oh, if being a hoe makes you happy, like, do it at discussion because, you know, Life's more than your teens and your twenties. So like And people are judgmental. And people as are fuck. judgmental as yeah. fuck. Exactly. So do it at your discretion. Do it with people you trust. That's it. If you want something serious, Ella, give them advice for if they want something serious. 
What? If they want something serious, what should they do? You will never get something serious. Do you want me to be giving advice? That's why I cannot give them advice because I don't. If you want something serious, go and look for people that have something serious. Let them give you the tips. Because we don't be less. We do not be less. Them. I, I, I don't know honestly. I don't know. So like that's just it. The dating market is a very complicated place. You might succeed like Ella, and you might not succeed like me. Well, technically, it was a success. <laughs> Like it'll be you hoping it'll be like delayed gratification, but no, no, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was just absolute bullshit that crashed and burned. Yeah. So no. That was it. So that's just it. Thank you for listening to our podcast. This is another podcast that I've had for recording because I told you this girl Ella, like you guys should be expecting her because any point or any time I can, I'm dragging her. And she's going to run away. Maybe let's record because I told I fuck with her energy. It's legit and like it's something that I can relate to 100%. So you guys should be expecting more of Ella on this podcast. Thank you for listening. I remain that expensive person. Spread love, spread light, and remember to stay safe. Bye. Adios. Mm.